exotic vacations? Is it incredible clothing? Is it a beautiful home like where you host all the parties of the neighborhood? Everybody's got these different carrots and society starts to judge them. Welcome, everybody. This is For the Love of Money, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success by sharing the tools, tips, and stories of those who have already made it. My name is Chris Harder, and each week I will bring you incredible guests in order to prove that when good people make good money, they do great things. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another mini episode of For the Love Money episodes that I like to call My Two Cents. And today I'm actually going to share with you an expanded version of a post I had the other day because it went absolutely wild. I didn't realize how many people needed this reminder, how many people needed this permission. And that's really what I'm going to do today is I'm going to give you permission to be motivated by whatever motivates you period. And you're going to see why in a minute. Now, speaking of being motivated, I know that you guys are motivated to blow your business out of the water. And Lori and I want to help you. This is the first time ever that Lori and I have partnered up in order to lock arms and run a mastermind that is aimed at the entry level or early stages of entrepreneurs out there. So listen, if you're an entrepreneur, between fifty dollars and $250,000 a year in income. And by the way, I've gotten the question quite a bit, well, what if I'm at like 30 or 40 or what if I'm at 260? Do I still qualify? Yes. The general range is fifty dollars to $250,000 a year in income. We want to work with you and we want to make sure that you have all of the foundations necessary to be a real entrepreneur, growing a real business in a real and sustainable yet fast and quick way. Here's what I mean. So many people out there, when they're between fifty dollars and $250,000, they're kind of an accidental entrepreneur. And I don't mean that as a bad thing. It's a great thing. In other words, you said, hey, I could coach on this. And you released a coaching program. You made your first fifty, seventy-five, dollars or $100,000. You said, oh my God, I have a business. Look at this. Or maybe you started a podcast. You started to monetize it and you made your first fifty dollars or $75,000. And you realized, holy cow, I have a business here. In these situations, you've never actually set up the business the correct way. You've never had a plan to scale the business the correct way. You probably haven't protected the business in the correct way, and so on and so on. And so that is what we built, Fast Foundations, to make sure that we are working with you and a small group of others in the form of a five-month mastermind, taking you from this accidental business to a real solid business with a real solid plan to scale. And we do it in three ways. We're going to meet in person twice. Yes, two long weekends. You, me, Lori, and the small tribe of other entrepreneurs. We're also going to meet on Zoom a couple times per month during these five months so that you have Q&A and access to ask about your business. Plus, I'm bringing in other guest teachers and then the third layer is we have built a very special training library just for this. Literally, have not used this training library for anything else, just for the Fast Foundations Mastermind members. So listen, if you're wondering where the people are that get you, if you're wondering where the help is 
so that you can grow faster. If you've been wondering why everybody else's social media is growing faster than yours, email list is growing faster than yours, income is growing faster than yours, impact is growing faster than yours, we're going to lift the veil on all of that in a short five-month period. If you're between fifteen dollars and $250,000, go to fastfoundations.com, check it out. There's only a handful of spots left because they're going quickly. Lori and I want to work with you, fastfoundations.com. Can't wait to work with you on your business for five months. Now, you're motivated in your business to succeed by a number of different things. Most people have several motivators, but the original motivator many, many times is usually not something that is very extraordinary or noble or that you'd scream from the mountaintops. Usually it's like you want a really nice home or a really nice car or really nice shoes or a really nice bag or something like that. And that's that first spark that makes you say, dang it, I got to find a way to buy these things that I want in life because right now I don't know how to get these. And then what happens is you immediately start to feel bad for wanting these things because society tells you you should feel bad for wanting these things. And sometimes you hear a podcast like this or somebody else preaching from a soapbox and they're talking about contribution and impact. And and you think to yourself, wait, what's wrong with me that I don't want to start this business so that I can go help everybody else as a priority? I just really want to get a nicer house for my family or live in a better place. And then you start to feel selfish. Well, I'm here to tell you to stop feeling that way. I'm here to tell you that... It does not matter what is motivating you at first because it changes once the success starts to come in. And I explained this really well the other day in a post when I was talking about the carrot and the stick. Now, if you've never heard the story about the carrot and the stick, it's an old story from the Industrial Revolution. And it's really a metaphor on how to motivate somebody to work harder or to do more, right? So it comes from this old story of a fictional donkey implying that the best way to move him is to put a carrot in front of him instead of jabbing him with a stick from behind, right? That donkey will do anything to get that carrot because it's so motivated. It wants to eat it. So you just kind of keep hanging it out there in front of him. As opposed to you keep jabbing him with a stick and before you know, he's going to turn around and bite back at you. And that's not going to produce any positive results. So that's where the story comes from. Now, I went on to explain about one of my original carrots that quite honestly, I'm very unapologetic about because without this first carrot, I would have never been that motivated, driven individual that I am today with the excess that I have today that I share with everybody else. Here's the original carrot. Growing up, I was absolutely fascinated by cars. I grew up in the Midwest and you know there weren't much for exotic cars around Green Bay, Wisconsin, where I grew up. But nonetheless, I had the posters, I had the car magazines, I had everything. Remember, this was pre-internet. I'm dating myself there a little bit. I would drag my parents to the annual car show that came to town every single year. And I would you know, painstakingly make them go through and look at every single car. I would do the same thing at car lots, even in the middle of the night. We would drive through the car lots. God bless my parents. They were so awesome for doing this for me. And I would get out and I would look at every single car. I could have told you everything about cars from the horsepower to the price to the options to everything. I was obsessed. I had the posters everywhere. My favorite toys were even matchbox cars, if you guys remember those. So to have any 
car I wanted was a carrot for me from a very, very young age. I can't tell you why, right? Can you really explain why a seven-year-old wants to grow up and have a Ferrari so bad or have a this so bad or have a that so bad? No, they're just seven years old. And for some reason, they are absolutely drawn to a certain thing. Well, for me, it was these cars. Now, somewhere along the way, society started to tell me that it's wrong to desire things like this, right? Society started to say it's irresponsible to spend money on a depreciating asset like a car, especially an expensive one, or it's wrong to stand out, or it's wrong to want to drive something that people will look at. So what was your carrot that society started to tell you was not the right carrot that should be motivating you? I know each of you have one. It's different for everybody. Is it exotic vacations? Is it incredible clothing? Is it a beautiful home like where you host all the parties of the neighborhood? Everybody's got these different carrots and society starts to judge them. Even worse, I grew up hearing adults say things like, do you know how many people that car could have fed or that house could have fed or those clothes or those shoes or that bag could have fed? That is nothing more than pure judgment right now. And quite honestly, it typically comes from people who aren't contributing the way they're implying the other person should be contributing. That's the great irony of it all. But when you hear these things growing up, it starts to chip away at you and again, make you feel really bad about this carrot that motivates you. Now, here's the rub. These carrots start out as motivation for good people to start working hard And when they start working hard and getting creative, they start to also create wealth. They get their money printing machine. You've heard me use that phrase quite a bit. They get their money printing machine or their business or their career up and running because they desire one of these carrots that's motivating them. Then what happens is they start to make enough money to get the carrot that they desire. And they realize that, yeah, it's cool. And yeah, it was worth it. And yeah, I love this car. I love these shoes. I love this bag. I love this vacation. I love these things. But they also realize that you can only have so many carrots before they're just not that significant anymore. Well, now what? Right? You, you got to taste all the carrots. You're like, hey, it's cool. Hey, it was totally worth it. But it's not really what drives me anymore because, well, the significance has worn off. Now what? Well, here's the best part. Here's the really cool part. Here's why I say, do not apologize for whatever carrot first motivates you. Because now that you ask yourself, if I don't need really any more carrots and if they're not really motivating me the way that they used to, what else could I do with my money printing machine now that it's up and churning out all this cash? And that's usually the moment where you say, oh, I know. I could share some of this excess cash with others who need it. Those who haven't been given the same breaks as me in life. Those who maybe didn't have the same upbringing or education or chances. Maybe those who were literally not born on third base like I was, so to speak. And by the way, if you were born in the United States of America, and I know I've got international listeners, but if you were born In the United States of America, you're already born on second or third base compared to the rest of the world. Not everybody's had that same chance, that same start as you. We absolutely are partially products of beginning circumstance. And too often, we ignore 
to face that, appreciate that, and then look for other people who maybe were not created with the same little head start that we had. And those are the ones that we start to say, wait a minute, I now notice you. I could help you with some of this excess money. This excess money would not exist if you were not first motivated by that carrot. And quite honestly, there's this evolution that happens as you become more and more successful. You start to realize that you want to create more and more impact. Now, this impact was not on your mind at seven years old. This impact was not on your mind at probably 15 or 18 or 25. Now, at that point, you might know that you want to help people, but let's be honest, you were not starting your business unless you were starting a a non-for-profit. You were not starting your business so that you could make as much money as possible to go help other people as your number one driver. If you were, congratulations, you were way ahead of the rest of us. But most of us, that was not the number one driver in the beginning. But now it becomes one of the biggest drivers because you've tasted everything else and you realize it's more fulfilling to help somebody else than it is to help yourself. And guess what? You're actually in position to do so now that you unapologetically were motivated to start that money printing machine, aka your business, aka your career, back because of that first carrot. And so that's what you do. You start to notice those in need and you give abundantly. Because you have the ability to do so. And those that did not chase down their original carrot or those that spent all their time judging other people for being motivated by something, well, they typically don't have that same ability to give abundantly as you now have. And that's the beautiful thing about it. You kept your head down. You kept working. You were unapologetically motivated by whatever motivated you in the moment. And now you have the ability to give abundantly as an end result. So the lessons here are this. Number one, stop judging other people's carrots, right? What motivates them? Because it's what gets good people to start creating the wealth that they eventually share. And lesson number two is more for you to look inward. And that is to stop apologizing for your own carrots, the things that motivate you, Because they're what get you up and out of bed in the morning and get you to do the tough stuff and the scary stuff and the uncomfortable stuff. They're what get you moving so that you can eventually have that wealth that you can then share. Because I know every single one of you are epic human beings and when good people make good money, they do great things. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.